Welcome everyone to Blue's Galaxy! Yay! It's our first episode and I'm really excited. Sorry for this like long opening, but hi! I'm glad to see all of you. Well, you know, kind of like virtually, but hi! So for some of you, you're probably wondering why are you here right now? I bet you said you were gonna, you know, bring this up on like Thursdays, but so hi so with me recording today it is inauguration day yay trump is leaving office biden is coming in so is camilla pence is leaving yeah that's all you're getting out of me no more politics well not in the rest of this episode so for some of you who are not very excited about the new terms and conditions of this presidency, all I can say is, you know, we can just hope for the best. We've been doing fine for a long time, so all we can hope for is that we're going to continue to be fine. So I wish everyone their best, their well, and hopefully this presidency goes well for the people who need it to go well. Alright, that's it about politics for the rest of this episode. Now, let's go back into the past. Reminisce about the moments of our childhood where politics wasn't a thing for any of us. We would go outside, play on our bikes, and it was whenever it was. You know, this, let's say to my audience, probably is not just going to be 20-year-old, 30-year-old millennials who have nothing else to do. But for some of you who had a childhood like mine, you grew up learning about valuable lessons like how to have fun at the park, use your imagination, go to school, all of that great, great chat. And in some of those valuable lessons, we learned that if you were a woman and you misbehave, your husband will murder you and put you in a pumpkin shell or in a chimney, depending on which depiction you learned that valuable lesson in, or that no matter how innocent Mother Goose may be, all of her tales end up with someone being murdered, just being <laughs> unable to continue their subscription to life, or you found a very catchy song and then found out later on that it's about the bubonic plague or you used to play a game and it involved real events but you thought it was so much fun so in today's episode we're going to be talking about nursery rhymes and how weird they are and it all started because i was at a friend's house and i was trying to figure out what i want this first episode to be because i already knew my first episode no matter if it came out monday or if it came out thursday it was gonna fall on inauguration week and i didn't really know what to really talk about because i know i did not want to talk about politics for my first episode i'm not really that political like that like i have my beliefs but i don't want to just start the day off with something drabby or boring or initially controversial now no i'm gonna make some controversial content but I didn't want that for my first episode. And what really got this episode started was because in the back of my crevice, I remembered this book. Now, if I have an editor, the book can go right here, of 
There once was an old lady who swallowed a fly. So, I was shocked that it hit my memory banks the way that it did. And for some of you who don't really know what it is, or some of these nursery rhymes, don't worry about it. I'm gonna probably just be telling you guys that anyway, if you've never heard of them, or you don't remember all of the words to them, so like, don't worry about it. Also, as a disclaimer, I'll be looking at my computer right here because, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. So if you guys see me periodically looking down or something, that's all I'm doing. Record this for my video, people watching it, like YouTube and video, but people on Spotify, I'm just letting you know I'm looking at my laptop. So you probably don't even know when I'm looking down or when I'm looking up. So let's get started. According to Wikipedia, yes. For anyone wondering, yes, I definitely use Wikipedia. This a little side note. Wikipedia may not be the most reliable source to depend on if you're trying to get information, but it did help me when I was doing my thing for my master's degree. And it came in clutch for looking for reliable sources. So I'm not telling any school age people or people who are trying to get their masters or their doctorate to use Wikipedia. But I'm also not saying to not look at Wikipedia to find some quick information to help you with your papers. But I digress on that. So, back to the story. Wikipedia had explained that this story had many variations that some include that this woman was eating a cow, a pig, and a goat. And this story has been told since December 1947. And again, it had many variations, like one variation of it was I knew an old woman who swallowed a fly, or there once was an old lady who swallowed a fly, and all of that even became a whole song. So however you read it or heard it, because I know I read it as a child, and some people might have heard it from music or whatever. But I'm going to give you the short rundown about what it is because when looking up the information about this book and other nursery rhymes, this book specifically was just told for nonsense reasons. Like it wasn't like a real legitimate reason, it was just a book full of nonsense. So I'm gonna just give you the biggest spoiler alert that this woman swallowed a lot of animals. Because first she swallowed a fly. And then she swallowed the spider to catch the flies. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider. She swallowed a cat to catch the bird who swallowed the spider. Blah, 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 blah. So in the rendition I found, she swallowed the fly, the spider, the bird, the cat, the dog, the goat, the cow. And in her final sequence, she swallowed a horse. She swallowed a horse. And of course, she died. Now, however you read it, that's how I read it. Of course, she died. So I don't know what the moral of the story was. And Wikipedia apparently didn't know either. All it said was that because it was so much nonsense, they had to add in something realistic. And apparently, eating a horse is going to kill you. But swallowing the cow is just not gonna do anything okay you know 
children's book. You can still find it. Do what you will with that information. Because, of course, it's common sense. Yes, if you swallow a horse, you're going to die. But, or should I say for people who don't like to hear the word uh, dead, died. She unfortunately had to unsubscribe from living because she swallowed a horse. But she didn't unsubscribe after swallowing the cow, which is a whole lot bigger than the horse. Now, for some people who really don't know this story, I don't mean like, you know, she cut up some horse meat or cut up the... No, like in the book, she legitimately swallowed these beings alive. And when I remember the book, at the end of it, you see the animals just like freely walking out of her dead, excuse me, unsubscribed to life body. Like I said, do what you will with all of that information. Alright, so, <laughs> after thinking about that traumatic book, it got me thinking about the other nursery rhymes that we've been told as children that was meant to really teach us life lessons, and the best one to teach us those life lessons were Mother Goose nursery rhymes, you know, like Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater, or Jack and Jill, you know, all of that jazz. And, well, let's get started on why this woman had to teach us some valuable lessons that involved us um, unsubscribing, or at least her characters, unsubscribing from the land of the living. So the first one we're going to go with was Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. And this is how it went. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had a wife but couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell and there he kept her very well. But wait, there's more. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had another and didn't love her. Peter learned to read and spell and then he loved her very well. So the life lesson in that story is allegedly, allegedly about if a wife does not behave the way that the husband wants her to behave, he's going to <clears throat> commit a crime and hide her body in a pumpkin shell. And I don't know about the second verse. I just know the first verse just makes me feel very uncomfortable as, well, a makeshift teacher. We should not have been taught something like this at any degree or facet in our education system. It should not have been said and should not ever be said again. <laughs> but we all know about that point, correct? Well, apparently, Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had a, I don't want to say illegitimate son, but he had a probably not so well-known son that um, was called Eeper Weeper. And I'm gonna tell you guys that story. So, Eeper Weeper Chimney Sweeper had a wife but couldn't keep her. Had another, didn't love her. Up the chimney, he did shove her. So, the Chimney Sweeper didn't love his second wife. And unlike Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater, who learned to love her, he decided that I'm going to commit a crime and put her in the chimney. So as you can see, that's why I would call them related father and son. 
the son was like, Dad, if a woman doesn't love me or I don't love her, I don't see a reason to keep her. So that's um, a way of doing things. <laughs> and the next nursery rhyme we're going to talk about is Humpty Dumpty. Now, I feel like a lot of people know Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Seems cute, right? And Mother Goose let everybody know about that nursery rhyme. We're always the picking of an egg, you know, a cute little fragile egg. And of course, there's been a lot of memes recently where Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, where he's dressed up in his Sunday best, looking nice and cozy, drinking his little hot cocoa, looking cute. Oh my god, he's looking so cute. But... If any of you are, I don't want to say, ruining the childhood connoisseurs, but everyone who's anyone has known that um, no matter how many times you read it, no matter how many times you look at it, never once did Mother Goose say that Humpty Dumpty was an egg. I'll let you pause and think about that if you haven't already heard that ruining story of your childhood. I'm sorry for the viewers who didn't know and... Congrats to the people who do. I found that out like years ago, but still baffles me. Never once did Mother Goose say that Humpty Dumpty was or was not an egg. And when doing some research, it doesn't really say who Humpty Dumpty is. Some believe that Humpty Dumpty was a cannon. Some people believe that Humpty Dumpty was a person. And we just know he fell and that was it. That was the end of Humpty Dumpty and he had a great fall and no one could put him back together again. So again, do what you will with that information. I hope it's not too boggling, but if it is, I'm sorry. Alright, and of course the next one is Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown and Jill came tumbling after. Now, I'm not gonna lie. For a big portion of my life until very recently. Now note, I am a graduate student. Like, I have a degree. Two degrees, actually. I just thought they were talking about they fell and hurt their butts. No, they broke their crown and unfortunately had to unsubscribe to life. I don't know what that lesson was meant for or who it was meant to teach. Like, what was that teaching me? To not go to get a pail of water or I'll fall down and hit my head and that's just the end of me? I hope not. I, I liked my subscription. I want to keep it forever. Well, as long as I can keep it, I should just say. My metaphorical forever. I want to keep my subscription to the land of the living. And, of course, one that hurts my feelings. It really hurts. And that one is called It's Raining and It's Pouring. And the old man was snoring. He bumped his head and went to bed and couldn't get up in the morning. I'll read it again and you should see the pattern of these nursery rhymes. It's raining, it's pouring. The old man is snoring. He bumped his head and went to bed and couldn't get up in the morning. Now, Mother Goose, I want to have a sit-down conversation with you and ask you why does people have to keep 
unsubscribing to life. What lesson am I being taught here? That if I'm an old man and I bump my head, that's it. I'm gone. I don't want to be gone. I like my subscription. Like, I just don't understand why I have to lose my subscription to life just because I bumped my head when it was training. But of course, it's not as it seems, at least according to Wikipedia. That basically says that the verse isn't about him unsubscribing to life. It was just a description of a head injury. You know, he bumped his head, then it followed a lucid interval and an inability to resume normal activity. So basically, he went to sleep, he bumped his head, and he just couldn't get up in the morning because he hit his head. That was it. Instead of, oh yeah, he hit his head, he unsubscribed to life, and with that unsubscription, he was very, very um, upset. Well, I don't know, I don't really know if he's gonna be upset because he's not subscribed to life, but you guys know what I mean. I'd be upset if I had to forcefully unsubscribe because I bumped my head. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to rant about this one story, but the more I think about it, the more it makes me sad. He should not have to unsubscribe because he just bumped his head. I don't care if he's old. Let's get to the two final songs and a game, actually. And we'll begin with Ring Around the Rosie. Now for many of us, Ring Around the Rosie was that game, that game. You grabbed hands, you go in a circle, ring around the Rosie, a pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall playing with that in pre-k kindergarten first grade second grade third grade if i could play it now i still would but i don't think i can do that knowing the information that i have now which is that the fact that the song is about the bubonic plague posy were just the little flowers to let people know that you're sick it was um quite dark when you really think about it the ashes were people burning because they were unsubscribed because of the sickness who forcefully made them unsubscribe. And I, why are we playing that? Like why, why are we just doing that? Like someone please explain to me why we just thought that was the funnest thing to do. Like people, uh, people unsubscribe, people forcefully unsubscribe to life. And we just, let it happen. Teachers were letting us play the game. We were playing it like there was nothing wrong. And now let's get into what I believe would be the final thing, which is London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down, my fair lady. <sighs> the song is from a great, a great, that was the old London Bridge in 1543, which indeed was a bridge that fell down and many people unsubscribed to the land of the living and got hurt terribly. To this day, unless you do a lot more research into it, as far as I know, for my, you know, noggin, which kiddos don't do that. Do research. Research. 
research things from my research of my internal login and looking at Wikipedia. Many people really don't know why the bridge fell down, but it did. So the song was created. I don't know if it was to, you know, make people feel better about what had happened, you know, bringing light to the situation, like how millennials make memes. Like this could have been their version of a meme. Like, ha ha ha, London Bridge fell down, ha ha, yeah, people got hurt, but it's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's kind of dark that we were playing that as children. I still remember playing it, I think I was either in kindergarten or pre-K, where it would go like this, and then if you got caught, it's like, ooh, you know, you got caught in the bridge, you're out, ha 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 ha. So, yeah, were these just falling down and ring around the rosy were their version of just memes and what if we're in line to have our version of a meme like for 2020 like instead of having the memes we have now we actually have a big song and dance just about 2020 because so far the only thing i've seen was right to it the musical and i don't know if that makes the cut for our 2020 pandemic song but if it does, I am down to just start singing right to me the musical. If not, we need to come up with one. Like, Ring Around the Rosy snaps. <laughs> and so does London Bridge falling down. Like, I don't mean like snap as in like it's it snap, but it's, you, you know what I mean. Millennials, Gen Zs, and the in-betweeners which I fall under. Why am I admitting all this to you guys? Anyway, thank you for listening to me and pretty much learning something new, I guess, or just revisiting some things that you probably already knew. If you didn't know, I'm sorry. If you did know, that's great. I don't have to suffer with this knowledge alone. I want to thank Quincy Q Beats for making the music that was playing underneath this video and audio. I also want to thank Mooney for editing this first episode and for the next few episodes she will be editing for me. I'll leave their links in my description with their ads and how to get in contact with them and how to not only get music but get some good editing because Mooney does a fantastic job and so does Quincy Beats. So once again, thank you guys for listening. I am going to be putting this on Spotify and on YouTube. However, with some things that's been happening, this might, or at least the audio portion of this, actually end up on some other places where people can get more into it and listen to this. But again, thank you guys for listening. I hope that I was able to at least somewhat teach you guys something new. And if I didn't, sorry. <laughs> and I will see you guys in another day, another time, and the same galaxy. Oh, also, I have socials if you guys want to follow, which is Into Blue's Galaxy on Instagram. You can like the Facebook page, and you can just look at this on YouTube. Also, I do have a Patreon. It's not completely set up, set up yet, but it's still in the works of getting set up. Most likely, 
I'll put all the information on the Facebook page so you guys can go look into that. But again, thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.